What do you do when something doesn't feel as good as you thought it would? Hi, welcome to an important conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always connect with me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I want to have a really direct conversation with you about expectations and how we can manage them when things don't go according to plan. I think expectations are a tricky conversation in the personal development space. And I don't see a lot of people tackling it in the way that I hope to do so with you guys today. Because here's the thing, sometimes we're, you know, given encouragement and um, lessons around the idea of being careful and using caution with not setting expectations too high, to not ask for ourselves more than we would ask for somebody else, to not set ourselves up to fail, to, you know, sort of protect ourselves in some way from being unrealistic and achieving unrealistic goals. In the same breath sometimes, and even in the same personal development books, we'll hear about people who set the bar too low for themselves, who get too preventative in their trying their quest to protect themselves from rejection and disappointment, so they don't set high expectations. They set minimal expectations so that even if they get a little bit of an edge, even if they get a little bit of positive feedback from something they can feel good without feeling the pain of having tried their best and their best not working. And I had an example of this at like when it gets really confusing and you're kind of like scratching your head right over the holidays and during the Christmas holiday. And I, I let it sit and simmer a little bit. I wanted to think it through for myself. I could tell in the moment it was happening, by the way, which is so dorky and podcast nerdy of me. But as it was happening, I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but this is going to make for a really good podcast episode. So I sat on it a little bit so I could really think it through because I think sometimes personal examples are really good. But sometimes you need to let them sit before you share them so that you can be really clear with the takeaway and what you want your audience to take away. And for me, what I want you guys to take away is what mindset looks like in real time and how do you manage unexpected reactions to events that are happening in front of you, particularly when you're reacting in a way that you didn't expect. So if I take you back now over a year ago, when I first landed in California, it it was two weeks before Christmas. And when I landed, I was saying to my husband, let's just skip Christmas. We had to be there because he started work on the 26th. And I just said, like, let's just pretend it's not Christmas. Like we're in a hotel. It doesn't feel particularly personal. We can, you know, like, you know, go, we'll do what everyone else does <laughs> who doesn't have plans on Christmas or we'll do like the Jews do and, you know, go to a movie and eat Chinese food. But let's just just skip it. And that was my plan going right in. And I was, you know, I was sticking to it. And the darndest thing happened last Christmas. Christmas 2017 was like unexpectedly, or oh, sorry, I'm, I'm adding a year to that. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no, yes, I'm right. I'm right. Christmas 2017. It was just unexpected 
unexpectedly magical. Really, um, I our hotel doesn't didn't really have a lot of food to offer. It was one of those like in and out kind of places, so they didn't really you know have a restaurant or anything there. But there was a little bakery down the street that um, opened on Christmas morning, and they served the best cinnamon buns on the planet. And there was a cafe at the end of the road that also opened, and they sort of opened their cafe to the local neighborhood and their dogs. So Christmas morning, twenty seventeen, I walked to this cafe bakery in my pajamas and just true Christmas spirit. And I showed up and I got my cinnamon buns for my husband and myself. I went to the cafe and I got us some really good coffee. I was greeted by like the neighborhood of dogs and puppies, and it just turned into this magical, unexpected morning. And when you have unexpected joy, sometimes it'll it'll daunt you a little bit, right? Like you're expecting something to suck and it doesn't suck. So it takes you a while to suck in the joy and to take in the good. But it, you've come to know me by now, I'm sure. And you can know that I like I went with it, that suddenly it didn't have to suck. It could be good. It could be happy. And my energy, you know, about the day just instantly improved. And we really had such a special, special Christmas that year. So this this year, 2018, um, you're listening, you like obviously we're in 2019 now, but this year, 2018, um, this Christmas, um, I just, I saw nothing but sunshine, blue skies. You know, it was just like, oh, this is going to be so great. This is going to be our first Christmas in the house. I can still go to the bakery and that'll be our tradition, but I'm going to cook. You know, I cooked my husband's food for Christmas Eve. I cooked my family's food for Christmas Day. I got a couple of new boards games for my husband and I to entertain ourselves and we were gonna just you know get on FaceTime with my nephews and see the kids opening their presents and I just I thought it was gonna be great and Christmas Eve was really nice I I made a good meal and my husband had to work that day which was kind of weird for me so I was a little bit on my own Christmas Eve day but I was cooking and getting us ready for a really lovely dinner Christmas Eve and Christmas morning was my husband's time to sleep in and you know if you can probably not be surprised by this either, but I kind of wake up like you're hearing me talk now. I wake up really early in the morning prepared to have full conversations which always annoys the crap out of people around me. But I had just envisioned Christmas morning was going to be my quiet time with my cup of coffee. I would go to the cafe. I pick up the cinnamon buns and then I had some movies I had stored that I was going to watch until my husband got up. And imagine my surprise as I'm getting up, I'm heading into the kitchen and I feel my eyes leaking in this wave of sadness just came over me, completely unexpected and out of nowhere. I had woken up with every intent to have a fantastic, optimistic, positive, super cheery, SoCal Christmas morning, and suddenly I'm crying, and the house is empty, and my husband's sleeping, and I'm sitting in this odd moment of not of loneliness, but of just being alone and sad, and just thinking about, like, Christmas and holidays and all my people kind of doing their thing without me. I think what hit me a little bit was the time difference that 
they like sometimes I think I keep myself company with the idea that like you know we're doing like even though we're not together we're doing the same things but you know Christmas morning is so specific particularly when you have little kids around that they get up at the butt crack of dawn and they're opening presents and Christmas morning was probably all done for them by the time I actually got up and there was something about that that just made my breath catch a little bit that didn't feel like it belonged with my expectations for the day and suddenly I I was, you know, I just got swept up in this moment of sadness. And the first thing I did was get on the couch and start pecking at it, which by the way, is the thing I always tell people not to do. But I was like, why am I so sad? Am I sad because I miss my nephews? Am I sad because I miss my friends and their kids? Like, what is going on? And I just started creating all of these new things to be upset about before I could tune into what it is. I teach all of you and what I want to remind you all of today in case you've missed an episode or two is that when we have these unexpected reactions, it's a normal response on our part to peck, to go, why am I upset right now? What's bugging me? What has me so angry? What has me so sad? Why do I feel so confused? What's got me anxious? And to just peck at it and poke at it because we think if we know what's wrong, we can solve it somehow. But in doing that grand inquisition with ourselves, first of all, we end up putting ourselves almost like on the stand as if it's court, like you're upset and you shouldn't be. So what's going on with you? So instead, Instantly, our feelings are invalidated. They're sort of sent a message to ourselves that, you know, whatever you're feeling right now, you shouldn't be feeling, isn't realistic, doesn't belong here, and what's wrong with you, which I think only starts to dig us deeper down a hole rather than, so you're sad right now. You don't really know why you're sad, but you're sad. What feels better when you're sad? And go and do that. And as soon as I got on the couch, I was thinking to myself, I should just go to the cinnamon buns. I should just go to the bakery and I'll feel better when I go to the bakery. But the reality was that like we had had such a nice dinner the night before and I had made a really good yummy cake. And when you make a cake and there's only two of you in the house, you have lots of leftover cake. I wasn't feeling like I needed the cinnamon buns. Like I didn't need that special thing in the way I had the year before because I was spending my first Christmas in my house. I was relatively happy despite my leaky eyes. So it didn't feel like I had to go and fabricate special or make something more special just so I wouldn't feel that way. What I had to do was just say, okay, you're unexpectedly sad right now. You don't know why? But what's going to feel better? And I realized that like any good morning, it needs to start with coffee. Coffee would make me feel better and maybe some stretching. So I did a little yoga video and I am not one for yoga, but I like the stretching <laughs> videos. So I did a little bit of stretching and I got a blanket on the couch and I watched a movie and I drank really good coffee and I took some really deep breaths and I just started to picture what our house was going to look like next Christmas after the remodel, when we're not living temporarily, and we've really built a home, and I calmed myself down, and it was fine. And then my husband got up, and I started telling him about the morning, and of course, because you all know me, you're not surprised by what happens next, I started crying again. And I 
Not full out sobbing, not meltdown, just emotional. I had a reaction and I said, I don't even know why. It could be that I miss my nephews. It could be that it feels like, you know, we're on the two different sides of the coast right now. So they're in, everybody's in a different part of their day. Um, it could be that Christmas is just two people and I grew up in a house where Christmas filled two rooms, never mind half of a single table. So it could have been anything, but I said, I'm just sad and he gave me a hug and we had our leftover cake for breakfast and I made him his cup of coffee and we played some board games and then I got on with the business of cooking our food and watching TV and we had a relatively like wonderful day that's pretty similar to how I had first pictured it even though I had these moments of unexpected reaction. But these moments of unexpected reaction, and sometimes it's not going to be sadness for you. Sometimes it's going to be doubt. Sometimes it's going to be second guessing or unexpected bursts of irritability or anger or disagreeability or (laughs) not that that's a word, but you know, that idea of like just being agitated and sort of inconsolable and unable to be settled. And so often, The first thing we do when those things happen is we send ourselves a message. We shouldn't feel that way. There's something wrong with that rather than, hey, I'm having a feeling right now. I'm having a reaction. It doesn't matter why I'm sad. I'm sad. How do I want to take that energy that that feeling is creating and what do I want to do with it? And for me, I wanted to choose something calming. I wanted to choose the ritual of my morning coffee and I wanted to just get a good hug from my husband once he woke up. But if you're mad and agitated and feeling a little bit like a spitfire, you might need to use that energy to get shit done. You might need to use that energy to tackle a to-do list, even if it wasn't what you were thinking of or planning to do that day. If you're feeling unsure or doubtful, you may need to use those questions and that agitation to fuel the fact that you have to make a list for yourself of all the ways you're capable, of all the things you're capable of figuring out, of using the energy created from the feeling to move it toward where you want to be and how you'd rather your day be going. But so often, as soon as something fails to meet our expectations, we make it about our failed expectations rather than what do we want to do about it and how do we want to deal and how do we want to heal and really looking at that honestly from that place. So if you're sitting in the land of setting too low expectations, so then as a result, everything has a so what factor because you didn't aim that high and you didn't shoot for the moon, then you know what you have to do. You have to set goals that get you excited. You have to move the needle to something that feels like it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to obtain. You like you need to set yourself up for success in that way. And if you're sitting in an unexpected reaction to maybe perhaps trying your best and your best not working or doing something really awesome but nobody noticing or having like had a specific desired outcome for something you were working on and you got the exact opposite. Rather than poking around at it, rather than questioning it and going through and starting a process of invalidating it, just ask yourself like, what makes me feel better when I feel this way? And make that non-negotiable. Make that a need that's non-negotiable. Now, depending on where you're at and what your situation is, you may need to get creative with how that is 
met, but you absolutely can meet the need and soothe the feeling and direct that energy in a way that's more productive rather than what usually happens for a lot of my clients is it becomes self-destructive. So that's your Mindset Minute for today. Thanks so much for joining me. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.